Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. So this is a really, really exciting episode. This is a kind of bonus episode for you guys in association with Very.co.uk. We are doing a back to school episode because Georgia and I are going through a pretty intense moment in our lives that we we didn't see coming, even though we've had four years to prepare for it. (laughs) school in September I know it feels I think it feels like so much more of a bigger deal because they haven't been at their schools and preschools for six months Mm. like that's huge I think the pressure's on I know particularly for me the pressure feels on Axel only turned four last week so some children that he's going to school with are literally a whole year older than him and not that I'm lazy well maybe I am a little bit but um (laughs) I thought I would leave all of that you know like getting dressed into his PE kit and getting undressed and all that to his nursery to teach him how to do before he started and now it's really I feel quite pressured like it's really on me particularly because he is that much younger well I mean just to break it down to anybody that's listening as well obviously Axel and Luna were born only four weeks apart from each other so we obviously had you know, we were running exactly the same lives. And now suddenly, Axel yeah. starts school in September. Luna's going to preschool. So she's actually going four and a half days a week. But it is, you know, it's a big deal for us. Um, I've still got another another year until she starts actual primary school. But it still feels like monumentous. And also, like you said, we've had all these months at home, um, yeah. where I feel in, in many ways, she's been you know, we've kind of been preparing her more because there's been more sort of hands-on things that she's been doing, like much more involved in like outside stuff and gardening and kind of back to nature things. And also with like cooking and bits and pieces. I mean, she'd never shown an interest in that before. And now I literally, every time I do anything, she's like, can I help you with that? Can I help you with that? (laughs) Mate, you're just trying to get her to do all the cooking in the house, (laughs) aren't you? You're like, right, by the time you're seven, I'm not entering the kitchen. Luna, that's your territory. (laughs) Yeah, Luna, can you make an omelette? Can you do a a chicken Caesar salad? Can you, you know, yeah, you figured me out, George. It's funny though, because very.co.uk had a survey commissioned of a thousand parents and they're saying that half of children have learnt new cooking skills I mean I think all parents are onto the same thing we all want our kids cooking and us to be out the kitchen we've had enough of it (laughs) do you know what it what it is for me it was just we had the time for them going interest you know how how busy our lives were and suddenly this this great pause happened where everybody was made to be at home yeah it was stressful and yes it was exhausting and yes you know you wanted to pull your hair out at points but actually what it did to the kids was we were able to focus much more time I wasn't flying in and out of the house all the time I mean little things like Luna would never eat strawberries before and now we've got these um these like these special knives and she sits and cuts them and because she's cutting them and she's doing it with grapes and apples and everything else and blueberries she's actually eating them for the first time I mean that's got to be because of that yeah, it is. I always think when kids get more involved with stuff, like, I mean, Axel's a bit of a pain sometimes. He, my mum said when she cooks for him now, he goes, Nanny, what's the ingredients in that? What, oh what, ingre- what ingredients have you used? But, you know, it, it's because we were at home, you know, as much as I moan about cooking three meals a day, he was there watching me do it and showing an interest in what was going into it. Yeah. And, you know, I know, I mean, I've moaned probably a lot about being at home with them, but... I feel a little bit robbed of my time with him because he's going to school early anyway. So actually having him at home for the last six months, I'll probably look back on it and think, oh, do you know what? We, We were really lucky to have that time with him. 
Yeah. And I think probably that's the lesson to come out of it. If you try and kind of focus on all of those positives, which is difficult to do because of the reasons we've just said. Um, (laughs) But yeah, actually, how magic that you've had that time in the run up to him starting school. And how's he feeling about it? I guess. And how are you feeling? Um, I mean, I was fine. You know, when you think, oh, you've got four months, three months, two months, it feels like a long way off. We had a little induction, actually, before um, the end of like their school year. And he went in for three days for a couple of hours. And on the second day, they said, oh, you know, do you want your mum and dad to come in and settle you in the classroom? And he was like, no. And he was ushering me away, like ushering me. Like, I'm the embarrassing mum already. He is seriously embarrassed of me already at the time he was only three as well and he's ushering me out so he I think feels totally fine about it he's been really excited about uniform like he actually wants to wear his uniform um so all of that I think it feels really exciting also the fact that he hasn't been you know socializing with all his mates that he had at preschool I think he's really excited to be you know back with you know, lots of different friends and um, meeting new people. So I think he's excited. I just feel, you know, I just feel a little bit more nervous because I know he doesn't know he's younger than anyone else. He's got no idea. He doesn't care. But I do feel a little bit like, oh gosh, is, you know, is he actually going to be okay? You know, wiping bum. Like, I, I don't think he wipes his bum properly. I know. I thought about that actually. Yeah. What if he just goes and like, has a massive dump in the toilet and then cleans out for his teacher. Can you imagine? Oh, I just think, I just think those things they'll they'll be watching out for as well, just to kind of put your mind yeah. at rest. They've experienced it. One of my mates from school, he was um, he was an August baby, and they were almost kind of like watching him a little bit more intensely you know just to kind of protect him and make sure that he was all right they'll do yeah. that they'll do that Georgia but obviously those anxieties are there I mean he's your baby yeah I mean my dad's a headmaster and I was asking my dad about it and I was like oh you know and he said to me he was like George there is literally no difference like for so many children there is no difference but the, the main thing to do is to let your teacher know because although that you know they know who who the kids are and stuff they might not necessarily know that they were born in August and yeah. sometimes it's a good idea just to point it out to them so then they're yeah like you say like a little bit more aware of it yeah um he also told me a really nice thing to do um which was if your child is sort of a bit nervous about starting school or especially now like being separated from you is to draw a heart or like a little star or something on their arm and draw it on yours as well and then you say to them every time you miss mummy look down at look down at that heart or or you miss daddy look down at the heart and, and mummy will be mummy will be looking at hers as well and you you'll know that i'm thinking about you and oh, i was like that's lovely. actually really cute it's really nice so yeah, not not in permanent um, marker not in permanent funny? marker but at the moment like... you know the amount of hand washing we're doing it's got to be a pretty pretty, <laughs> pretty good pen that you use <laughs> i'm um, i'm feeling so guilty i just feel like i'm constantly feeling I'm just feeling so like upset about the fact that like I'm just never there for them and then like in September like two weeks time she's going to be gone for four and a half days a week yeah. and I'm not going to be there for her and like I was thinking about I was saying this to Dozza the other day that like I just feel like all she ever says to me is oh why are you going to work again why are you going to work again it's like well I don't really have a choice and 
you know, that's just kind of where we are. And under normal circumstances, it would be fine because I come to the end of like a big summer run of work and then I get to spend more time with her. But this year, she's yeah. going to be at her preschool and she's going to be gone. And she's so excited about it. And I guess that's what I have to keep remembering. And also, if you're listening to this and you, you know, you're feeling the same as me, I guess it's like you only have to look at your child's face when you talk about school. And hopefully, they're really excited about it. Hopefully, it's something that they're looking forward to. And I guess you can keep that with you. Yeah. And do you know what, though? She will absolutely love it. I think children love that routine. They love the structure. They love, you know, if she's got a uniform, she'll love putting that on. It'll make her feel really proud. Um, And also, she'll love, like, you've been able to, you know, go and pick her up and talk about all the things that she's done that day. Yeah, well, she's got, I got her these new Lely Kelly shoes. And um, I was like, oh, how am I going to get her in a pair of smart shoes? Because she's a bit of like a sandal girl. Um, But they've got these massive unicorns on the front of them. And I was like, this is, I mean, they've nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. So she's really excited (laughs) about that. So we've already got those like laid out. Um, It feels like a big step, doesn't it? And I, I I don't know. And then and then there's part of me that that thinks, well, now I'm going to get the chance to spend more time with Kit. I, I think as well, if you've got a younger sibling yeah, who's absolutely. kind of just never had you on their own, that this is kind of their opportunity. So I know that I've now got Thursdays and half of Fridays with him, just us, just the two of us. And I'm going to plan all these really amazing things for us to do. Yeah, because that's so nice because Luna had you on her own. Yeah. For- you know a while and then now Kit will have his turn to have you on your own and you know what Luna will literally love it like she, she will. will love it I, th- I think all you know sometimes it takes them a little while doesn't it to you know really get their heads around being somewhere every single day but once they're into it I just think yeah, I mean, it's a be- it is it's amazing it's the best thing for them it's lovely that they have that you know proper guided learning yeah they know you know they know what they can do and a little bit of independence I mean I think it's really really exciting really yeah exciting. no I agree and like do you feel like Axel's come on sort of in his maturity and and his learning since lockdown loads I mean at the beginning of lockdown I was so focused on him knowing his phonics and knowing his reading you were weren't you yeah Yeah. I really was just because of this age thing in my head you know like just this him being so young I do feel like I have to move you know sort of move him on a bit and it it was great and he loved it then he sort of went off of it for a bit and I thought you know what whatever like doesn't matter yeah. he's you know he can go off of it but actually now he's he asks to do things he'll ask he's much more interested in sitting down and doing some bits and pieces on his terms but he's learning so much more stuff you know just about about the world in general I know it sounds like a bit you know ridiculous but just about transport and different how things work he's asking so many more questions like actually really awkward questions as well he keeps saying to me all the time about how did Gigi get in your tummy and then he goes yeah but how did she get in there though but how (laughs) you know and as much as I try and beat around the bush like oh I got a special seed and it grew into a baby but how did that seed get in there I am so glad I will not be answering these questions come (laughs) September I should say why don't you ask Miss Russell that's a good idea isn't it why don't you ask Miss Russell about that she can answer how about Luna have you noticed yeah I just I feel with things like you said like worldly things you know like the garden for example we were always kind of outdoorsy people but She's just so much more interested in nature. You know, every time we see a a dead bumblebee, we pick it up and we put it back to nature. We bury it. We've got like a bump, like a bumblebee morgue in the garden, which sounds hilarious. And it is. Um, And we put it back and we go back to nature, bumblebee. 
and then we bury the bumblebees in there and like just things with like picking up spiders and going to find worms and stuff like that they're just she's she's she was a bit of a squeamish kind of ah, ah, you know all the time and now she's kind of like taking things in her stride and from this new research conducted by very.co.uk i think it's 33 percent of children have learned a new skill in gardening so it kind of makes sense actually we've got lots of green fingered children coming through <laughs> the ranks <laughs> i'm just reading here that 29 percent of children in the survey by very.co.uk say that their kids have excelled doing washing up and emptying the dishwasher during lockdown. Yeah, no, I can see that. (laughs) I have missed a trick there because (laughs) that is definitely something that I'm going to work on in the next few weeks. (laughs) Yeah, the only thing we've had going on with the the, uh, dishwasher situation is when we've had Bo the puppy here, I just regularly <laughs> find her with her head in the dishwasher. So I don't know if that counts in the research. I well, I find Gigi in the dishwasher quite a lot. <laughs> but, you know, she's not helping me in any way. Not unloading it, no. I <laughs> no. And, 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 you know, I feel like because of what we've been through for the last exactly. months, this yeah. going back to school in September, it's so much more important than ever before. You know, yeah. they are getting their independence back. They are starting a new journey. And, like, the focus on them going back to school has to be really, really positive. Yeah, absolutely. Have you been, like, practising? Like, I mean, I know so many parents get worried. I mean, for me now, I've had no routine for the last six months. I know yeah. you've been going to work, but I yeah. don't have to get up and get dressed. I don't have to. Do you know what I mean? I don't have any, like, I don't need to. And so that actually worries me of, like, getting up, getting them out of the house and getting to school on time. Oh, my God. I think we're going to have to practice. (laughs) Do you know what you've got to do? And I always think about this one. I think that um, if I'm not ready, so somebody said this to me. Who was it? In fact, it might have been somebody on the podcast who said, when they come into my bedroom, that's my office. And if I'm not ready for them, then I can't start my day. So I always, always, apart from Luna, who obviously wants to try and get into my office at 5.45 in the morning. And I'm like, <laughs> the office is not open yet. <laughs> oh, but generally, if I can try and get myself ready before they're ready, then I feel like yeah. right, I'm ready to go. Then I can crack on with like packed lunches. And I've had to do that today because she's Luna's at a dance camp for the next three days. Yeah. Um, so I've been like getting up a little bit earlier and just being a bit more prepped. But yeah, generally, I try and get them dressed before we come downstairs. Yeah, I've, I just, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I have to beg <laughs> Axel to get dressed at the moment. Like, you know, and it's just like, please get dressed, please get dressed, please get dressed, please get dressed. Then he looks at me and goes, why don't you get dressed? Why don't you brush your hair? Oh, my God, that's funny. Maybe you should come back to me when you've brushed your hair, Mum. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. come back to me when you're ready. That's Maybe what I'm, you yeah. should try and do something for a week where, because you haven't got long to go, where you no, like to go I know. challenge. And then you give him like, I don't know. Marble. I was going to get a timer, you know, like yes, one of those, yes. um, the little ones that you twist. Yeah. So it's like tick, 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 tick. And I've bought five of all of the uniform so that I don't have to wash anything during the week. And I, it might sound ridiculous, but so many people I speak to are like, that is the way to do it. Because then it's just, all, you know, it's all there, ready for the week. No matter what happens in the evenings, whatever, you can't be bothered. You know that they've got uniform for the whole week. So what I was going to do is I was going to hang it all up put all the days of the week on it and then for a week before he starts do the timer and say that he's got to get ready in like I don't know five minutes or something oh my god wow I love that for I you. think I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to because otherwise I'm gonna be begging him and flipping probably having to give him a chocolate cake before you leave for school just to get dressed <laughs> that's hysterical oh god and we're gonna be back with your questions in just a moment So 
So welcome back. This is a very special episode in association with Very.co.uk and it's now time for us to get deep and delve into <laughs> questions. This is going to be exciting. It is. Yeah, let's kick us off. This is um, a long one. It says, my little one just started nursery. We are military. So even without COVID isolation, we've been limited with people, friends and family around. He seems to be doing well, but having massive separation anxiety, screaming if we take his comforter off him so he can eat. How can you reassure a one-year-old everything is okay when he's home and you have to drop him off and pick him up in a mask, trying to, hard to th- um, just comfort and talk him through it? Yeah, wow. Robin, that is a really, really tough one. Um, and I think the first thing to say is that trying to tell a one-year-old anything is really, really, really difficult, virtually impossible. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, at that age, the communication, you know, is quite limited just in terms of their vocab and stuff. So in terms of them being able to express how they're feeling, obviously, they're going to you're going to get the screams, you're going to get, you know, the tears and the upset because that's how at this age they yeah. tell you how they're feeling inside, I guess. And I think the only thing you can do is to um try and make sure that they know that when you're with them. So it's like repetition of words like mummy's coming back um mummy you know mummy will be back in however long it is I'm going to be back to pick you up I'm going to be here I'm here for you just all of that language that that they they then know even if they can't say it back to you they then know yeah. that you're coming back um yeah, absolutely. At that age, I think when you walk out the room they think in their heads well she you know I'm never going to see my mum again but absolutely they will understand that if you use the re- use the repetition of words yeah I mean I'm with Gigi right now. Obviously, she's been in lockdown for sort of like the most, I guess, influential time in her development so far. So um, I was worried about this. And she definitely has more separation anxiety than Axel ever did. Um, So for me, I mean, when Axel, before he was one, I wanted to get rid of the dummy. I didn't want him having his comforters apart from when he had nap time. I've eased off of that. I let her have those things because, you know, it's a, it's a tricky, it's a tricky time. And if those things, you know, like you're saying your little one has a comforter, if that brings comfort, I think let, let them, you know, hold on to it for a little bit. And then once they get into the rhythm of, you know, being at nursery, being dropped off, then they might not even want them so much anymore because they'll feel more comfortable. And I just think as well, even inside, if you're crying yourself, you have to put on that brave face for them because they can just so pick up, can't they? Yeah, until you walk out the door and you shut the door and then... Yeah, and then you get get in the car and cry, then absolutely. They're they're quite good at that age of being in absolute hysterics one minute and then the minute you leave, being absolutely fine. So I do think children are really robust and they they, they figure things out quite quickly. So it might be absolutely heart-wrenching and horrible for the first couple of weeks, but after that, they start getting into a new rhythm. You know, like children have to adapt. So don't beat yourself up about it. I can feel kind of guilt there. And I don't want you to feel guilty at all. You're doing an amazing job. We think you're amazing. Absolutely. Right. Let's take Laura's question. Um, Things that I need to label for nursery for a 15 month old. I mean, I definitely learned the hard way with this one. I didn't label anything when Axel started nursery. I lost everything. Everything went missing. He came back with different people's coats. It was a nightmare. So for me, you really need to label everything that they yeah. take. So even if you just write it in pen, you know, on, on a little label or, or their initials or anything, just, just so you know and you, the teachers know that that's theirs. Like, do you remember when our parents used to sit there like for hours in the evenings, like so 
sewing everything into everything, right? There are these incredible, like, sticky label things that you can get now where you just literally press them onto the clothes. And yeah, exactly. And stuff. So, yeah, I would just give you – don't do not do it the hard way. No, do it the easy way. I've got a stamper. I can yeah. stamp everything as I'm just yeah. walking out the door. So, yeah, just do that. Yeah. Don't worry too much. And Ma- I think it's Amandine. Very stressed here. Baby will be going half-time at nursery because I'm back half-time at work. Any tips? Um, right. I mean, definitely understand why you're stressed. Um, that's, it's just the hardest thing. I mean, I remember dropping Luna off at nursery for the very first time and I just walked out of the room and just could not stop crying. And I cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And I was trying to do a radio show and crying at the same time. And I felt guilty and awful and horrible. Blah. Um, but that does ease off. Um, and I think, I think what you need to get your head around here is that um, like I said before, children are really good at adapting. So even you might have a really wonderful experience when you drop your little one off at nursery. They might just walk in and just be like, never look back. But there yeah. is the other side of it where it can be quite distressing. And I think like Georgia said before, you can't let them know that you're upset. Like there has yeah. to be that moment where you're like, right, all the positive messaging around nursery has to come in before they get to nursery. So like talking about how many new friends they're going to make, um, all their brilliant teachers that are going to look after them, all the skills they're going to learn just all of those like positive language is like a really big deal when it comes to certain things and this is one of them and then I think you know I just just with like you know for your own kind of feelings it's really important that you get back to work because that's obviously what you want to do so it might be tough at the beginning but it's definitely going to get better yeah no I agree and just to reiterate what Zoe said so often kids play up more in front of their parents and as soon as you go they're absolutely fine and it can sound it can be hard to believe because I remember the nursery teachers with me be like he's fine once you've gone like he's absolutely fine but it is true they you know they get distracted they go off and start playing with whatever toys there are and then they're really happy and absolutely fine so please 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 do not feel guilty let's take we take joe's question what is the most important thing when finding a nursery i hear some of the good ones cost lots well i disagree with that because i i mean there's there's ones out there that cost a fortune but they're they're not necessarily the best ones i think i don't know if you agree with this g but this is all about um that sort of feeling as soon as you get when you walk in the door and for me yeah. it's like warmth and I'm looking at the way that the um, nursery teachers are interacting with the kids and like the feel of the room and their outside space because like for me it was really important to Luna for Luna to have like a lot of outdoor space and then there was like a wood woodland school attached to it so she was out and about doing her own thing outside which I really liked um yeah. so I think yeah it, things to look out for just like a general feeling of yeah is a safe space for my child and is it clean and does the food look good and are they all playing and interacting because that's that's really important isn't it yeah I think it's really easy to be sort of like bowled over by the aesthetic of a nursery like it looks really modern and everything's really new but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best one Axel went to two well three very different nurseries actually one was you know the typical drop them at seven pick them up at seven if you want to much more expensive everything was a lot more structured you know they had apps for this and apps for that and all that kind of stuff which was great and he was really really happy and it was fine but when he started his preschool which was like a really small local preschool um the facilities were maybe a bit more tired um but the the staff were absolutely amazing I could not fault them yeah Yeah. I mean incredible it is it really isn't about 
have it you know it, it looking snazzy it really isn't it's about the, yeah like you say the warmth how the feeling you get when you go in the feeling you can you can pick up on how the staff the staff are the most important thing there aren't they that they're, they're the most important thing so it's how they interact with your child I think that is the most important completely agree Completely agree. This is from Georgina. Managing morning routine with baby in tow, seven months. My four-year-old starts reception. Oh. Georgina, get ready to be the ultimate juggler. Yeah, absolutely. You, well, this is a bit similar to me, actually, because I'm going to have well, a one-year-old and four-year-old who start a reception. The whole thing of buying five, you, five you know, having five sets of uniform, I think is really useful. Having it all hung up, you've only got to do that once a week. That's, you know, really. And also when they come home from school, I think take making sure they take their shoes off, put them exactly by the door where they're going to put them on the next day. Making sure if they've got a packed lunch, they take it to the kitchen as soon as they get in and unpack it. So you're not like rushing around trying to find everything. It's all about the organisation, isn't it? Get get it all ready the night before. And I know that's easier said than done when you've had a long day and you really can't be bothered. But it really does set you better. You know, it does set you up for the morning. Couldn't agree with you more. And actually, do you know what? People ask me that about the, the evening routine with three children. And it's yeah. all about preparation before they get in the bath it's exactly the same as when you're having to set yourself up for the mornings but if you know like George has said with the uniform and the pat lunch and everything's kind of done so you literally getting them up getting them changed you're like I'm on top of this it's easier yeah yeah it's you've got to do that um I've got one from Alyssa here what to pack top products yeah, I think at the moment it's tricky to say because all schools and nurseries will have their own policies. I know, for instance, actual school, they're not allowed to take their own um, like pencils or pencil cases or anything at the moment. So if you are, then great. I think they oh, it's lovely for them to have their own like little, you know, pencil cases and stuff like that. But even putting something in their bag that you know, but mean something to them is is really nice. Tell them they can't get it out. Maybe I don't. Whatever the policy is, but knowing that they've got their little, you know, their little friend or their little thing in their bag, I think is cute. Having a water bottle and obviously that really needs to be labelled, especially at the moment. Um, I think that's a good one. I don't know if pack lunches a good really lunchbox with into like yeah, it's, it's difficult, really difficult at the moment because we don't know what the what the school's policy is yeah specifically to your child's school you know for example Luna's on this camp at the moment she's not allowed to take anything from the yeah. outside world in there so like she wants to take these magnetic beads that she's completely obsessed with and I'm like you can't you cannot take them in so I don't it's really hard for us to say at the moment yeah what isn't allowed to take in I think I think having a water bottle with their name clearly marked on it is probably as long as they've got water they'll be fine yeah exactly and and the school will provide everything else so don't please don't worry too much um this is from Catherine how have you explained COVID to kids three-year-old never asked back to nursery in September I'm much more aware I don't know how you explain it to Luna, but I explained it to Axel as the bug. And we sort of talk about the bug and how the bug's getting better or, you know, or we need to be careful about the bug. And, and it's, you know, it's not anything to do with him. It's not, it's nothing, you know, it's not his fault. And it's the whole world that's going through it at the moment. And we just need to be a bit more careful. And that's, that's it really. Top line is yeah. what we've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same this end. I mean, obviously with Kit, didn't need to say anything because he just wants to bite and headbutt so he's <laughs> um Luna thinks that it's because of her friend um Iris from school because I keep telling oh, her yeah. that it's Iris and she's like 
my friend Iris, she's making everyone sick. I'm like, it's not Iris, it's not Iris. <laughs> really, really nice. Um, hello to Iris's mum, if you're listening, fan of the podcast. Um, she, yeah, so she just kind of knows that there's a virus. And that means that we have to wash our hands for longer. And we have to just, you know, that means she can't go to ballet or swimming. But to be honest with you, she's only three. She's still really little. I'm not really like into kind of breaking things down to like a deep level with her. Um, I think we just have to be really careful with like um, masks and stuff because obviously we've traveled. So I had to explain to her about that. But yeah, I mean, she keep it top line. Keep it top line. Wash your hands. Yeah. There's one here from Jess. Are you doing anything to gear them up for starting back to school at all? I mean, I'm not at the moment, but in the next two weeks when we get back from our little trip, that is what I'm going to be focusing on. More just getting up and getting into a routine and getting out of the house rather than having what we're doing at the moment where we're having a really slow morning. That's the main thing that I'm doing to try and gear him up. And talking about his uniform, you know, getting excited, buying new school shoes, all that kind of stuff, getting them involved with it. That is how I'm preparing him at the moment. What are you doing, Zoe? Um, I am doing things like I bought her a new rucksack, which she's really excited about. Obviously, I spoke about the um, the new shoes with the unicorns on. She absolutely <laughs> loved those. Um, I We had like a virtual tour. So that was really nice. So she could see because she hasn't been to her. Oh, that's yet. lovely. Um, and they were really great. And they kind of showed it around and it was all sort of set up. So she's really, really excited. And she was like, I'm going to make 30 new friends. Um, <laughs> know how many 30 is, but she's, she's very excited about the amount of people she's going to meet. So just loads of positive language, talking about all of her pack lunches, like things that she wants me to put in them, things that we can get from the supermarket. Yeah, we got her a new pencil case and just things like that. Because I just wanted her to feel excited by it rather than anxious. Yeah, it's just getting them used to their new stuff and all, and also talking about their new teachers. Well, I'm in a, a mum's WhatsApp group already. Um, I don't know if your child's oh, already yeah. been at school. Yeah, there's, I think there's already 40 mums in it. Stop it. Um, yeah, I'm not joking. And they've actually organised a picnic for all of the reception starters um, on Saturday. So if you can do that or like meet up with, you know, one of their friends from school or whatever before they start, I think that does ease sort of their anxieties around friends and that kind of stuff. You're such a familiar face. Um, (laughs) You know, like yesterday when Luna went to her dance camp, I didn't have any butter or bread. So I had to text one of my other mates and be like, can you make Luna a sandwich, please? (laughs) (laughs) This is so typically you. And yes, that will be me. <laughs> You'll be going to the picnic. <laughs> I've been told parents aren't allowed inside, so I have to drop my three-year-old at the door. Help, Katie. I'm having to do exactly the same thing. So we are not allowed in. We have to line up down the side. So on her first day, I'm not going to be able to take her inside to her preschool and show her around. I'm just going to have to wave at the door. So I'm, Katie. I feel you feeling I'm feeling quite anxious about that um so I think the thing is is to prepare your child for that moment so don't let them yeah. get the day and then be like are you coming in mummy and you're like actually no I'm not I think they're 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 you know they're smart enough to understand that you know there's a different world going on at the moment so if we if you can spend the next couple of weeks just explaining that you're going to be there and you're going to drive them there in the car but when it comes to pick off they're going to have to be big and brave and they have to go in themselves and kind of talk talk that moment up then they won't be sort of knocked over by it yeah no agree I think yeah just let them know exactly what's going to happen before you get there like you just said so um and 
And as we said before, usually once they go in, they're absolutely fine. She'll be so excited seeing all the new stuff that's in there yeah. that she hasn't seen for ages yeah. um, or seen for the first time. So, yeah, absolutely, she'll be fine. And, like, you know, it's hard to say don't worry, but don't, don't And also worry. bribery, I think, works. <laughs> like, if you go in and you're just big and brave, then there'll be a present waiting for you at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, you've got to do what you've got to do to get through, haven't you? <laughs> um, should we go on to our products, though? Yes, let's do it. Yeah, so this episode is all about back to school. So what are we buying at the moment, So apart from everything? <laughs> I mean, it's literally everything, isn't it? And obviously, this yeah. is a special episode from Very.co.uk. So as we know, they've got so many amazing things on their website. I've talked about these ones before, but the Lely Kelly Girls Unicorn Shoe, I've got those for Luna. They're like black patent. They've got really, really cute unicorn on top of them. She's so excited about those. So I definitely think, you know, if your little one's having any sort of anxiety about going, you know, back to school they would get me back to school they are beautiful um on kids school shoes I think it's really important their you know their shoes fit properly oh my god um because I mean even now I know you know we go on a long walk and Axel's like moaning about his shoes hurting if I know that they might be a bit small for him or a bit wide or whatever and so I actually got him some Clark's they're sort, of, they, they're sort of dinosaur, Clark's kids' shoes. They've got Velcros across them. I know he'll be able to get them on and off for PE. Yeah. Um, they come in widths. You can just order them online. Also, if you need to order a couple of sizes and try them on at home, that's a good, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really recommend those. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, for Luna, we've got the V by Very school sweaters. They come in a two-pack. Um, they're just really inexpensive, but really great quality. And like Georgia said, because Georgia's had to buy five because she doesn't want to do any washing. Um, exactly. It's just a really good way of doing it. Yeah, I've bought the V by Very boys' school trousers. Because you know what boys are like, and girls, to be fair, knee sliding across yeah. the playground. You want you want those knees to be really tough so you're not going to get holes in them all the time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, as I said, having them in multi-packs, all the uniform comes in multi-packs pretty much and um, it just means that yeah you don't have to do so much washing <laughs> thank the lord <laughs> thank the lord um, and then the last product is the river island girls high shine quilted coat which i basically want in in my size um obviously sad to say that summer's on its way out but coming into autumn yeah. so she just needs something great to, to pull on and it looks really cool um she's already she, to be fair she's already been wearing it in the bedroom i'm like it's 34 degrees today luna you really need <laughs> to take that jacket off but yeah it's great we're excited to wear it in the autumn yeah I think that's you know there's so much to buy but it's so easy if you can just get it all in one place yeah um so yeah we're excited aren't we so yeah. send them off yeah excited but anxious I think so all of the products that Georgia and I have spoken about today you can find at very.co.uk we just wanted to say thank you so much for sending in all of your questions I feel like everybody's on the same page with it it's going to be that drop off on the first couple of days it's going to be really really yeah. hard but just know that this is like Georgia said before this is the best thing for them they're going to absolutely love it yeah and everybody's going in pretty much in the same boat yeah you know the world hasn't been normal for the last six months um it feels like a big deal to everybody and you know in a year's time we'll look back hopefully and it will just feel you know it'll be fine so and we just want to say a massive thank you to very.co.uk for getting involved with our back to school special it was an absolute dream to work with them so hopefully lots more stuff coming from us and them in the future you can rate review and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a little five star review that'd be so nice and please do keep your messages coming on made by mummers we love we love hearing from you so drop us a line at made by mummers or on zoe's own channel at zoe hardman and we will see you soon 